Hi, I'm Katie, and I've been an educator for over 20 years, from paraprofessional to 10 years as a classroom teacher, to principal to district administrator, I've done it all. Being an educator right now is challenging, to say the least. No matter the role, we can find ourselves overwhelmed and stressed out. I've been there, and I found the secret to a work-life balance that improved my life. Join me in discovering simple secrets that will help you step away from the noise and improve your life. Hello, welcome back. I'm so glad you're with me today. Here is another episode on Here Comes the Holidays. And today I thought I wanted to talk a little bit about busyness. As we start ramping up for all the different events that happen, the uh, celebrations that happen, the family events that happen, the work events that happen, uh, the uh, different types of parties that we need to prepare for, holidays that we need to prepare for, I thought this would be a good conversation, especially because for a few of those weeks, many of us are still in school and we still have our uh, obligations at work in addition to preparing for everything that is coming up during the winter break. And often this is the time of year where my clients start to really start to feel some overwhelm. And I have a quote from Corinne Crabtree that I absolutely adore, and she is a weight loss coach. Uh, And one of the things that she said once that I actually wrote down and put by my desk at work, she said that overwhelm is the sign of an unfocused mind. And I was like, wow, that was just like the golden nugget, the, the pearl of wisdom for me. Because I thought in the moments when I'm feeling overwhelmed, what am I usually doing? I'm usually spinning in my head about all the things that I have to get done. It is in those moments of big busyness that I tend to feel overwhelmed. And I thought, okay, so what does that mean then? So how do I not get myself to a place where I feel there is so much to do that I am feeling overwhelmed. And so what I have really thought about in the moment is, again, because I've done a lot of this work, I can recognize in my body when I'm starting to feel overwhelmed. I start to do things quicker. I start to have thoughts of worry that I won't get things done. I have a tightness in my chest. I start to have more shallow breaths or feel like I need to breathe more because I'm breathing shallow. So the first step is, again, that awareness, right? ABCs, awareness, breaking down barriers, creating new habits. So awareness is that first piece. So then what is the next step? The next step is, okay, take a breath. What do I really need to get done today? So again, for me, looking at the tasks in smaller chunks helps my brain see that I have time to get everything done. I am a big person who loves to plan and use my calendar. Knowing that things come up and things I have to 
to have to move. So my calendar, I use a digital calendar so things can be moved easier. If I am going to write things down in a planner like a pen pencil, I tend to use either pencil or erasable pen because I know things need to change. So I set myself up for success in that way. And then I take the five minutes it will take for me to plan out either my day or maybe take 10 to 15 minutes to plan out my week. And then have that master list. Like what are the things that really have to be done? So what is important to get done? What is nice to get done? So thinking about it that way helps my brain also realize there are things that I'm choosing to do that I don't really need to do if I don't want to. Like everything's a choice when it comes right down to it, but we know, especially with holidays coming, and I, my family is a family that celebrates Christmas, so I knew when I was teaching and had kids at home that I still had lots of shopping to get done, planning to get done, gifts to buy, presents to wrap, uh, lessons to plan, uh, things to do still at school, which we know is a full-time plus job, and things to do at home, which this time of year was a full-time plus job. So making that master list of what were the things that were important that I uh, felt were crucial to get done, what were the things that were nice to get done. And I still do that. So again, Making a timeline, like when is the time I'm going to do this? Sitting down with my calendar, blocking out that time, puts my brain at ease that I have the time to do that. Because what I found in the past when I don't use my calendar is I make my list way bigger than it truly is. But where I find my brain breaking down those barriers is when I can say this I'm going to do on this day at this time. This is what I'm going to do on this day at this time. Being careful too that I'm reasonable in the amount of time I'm giving myself. This is something that I have clients that uh, struggle with a little is the time management piece. They underestimate how much time something will take. So also making sure I'm giving myself plenty of time to do the tasks that I want to get done. And then once I do that, I let it be. I don't then feel like I every day have this giant list of things to do and worry about when I'm going to get that done because I have it planned out. Now, if something comes up, I might have to double up on a day to get something done. But again, the idea really is that if I have a plan I'm sticking to my plan that is giving my brain the message that I've got this. You don't need to worry about getting these things done. I don't have to be overwhelmed because I know exactly when I'm going to do things. Because the other piece for me, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I also notice that I have not time blocked well. And so then my first step would be to go to my calendar and say, when am I really going to do these things? And then it's a good feeling as you get through the day, you're like, yep, I accomplished that. Yep, I accomplished that. Okay, there's another step towards finishing the things that I need to finish by whenever these due dates are. So there is a trick. There's the new habit that you would create. There's that C, creating new habits of seeing if you can't take your 
list of to-dos and, and do some time blocking. I, even if you make that list and you say, I'm going to do this on Saturday and this on Sunday and this Monday afternoon, that often is enough for your brain to say, okay, I see how I can get all of this done and to stay out of that panic and overwhelm that you're too busy and you don't have enough time. The other thing this time of year that I worry about with busyness is we don't stay in the moment. I really encourage you to not overcommit to what you can do and then worry about, again, having too much to do, to not be able, not be able to enjoy the moment. This is the time of year where we do have events to go to and things that uh, small children, I think about, you know, all of the school events that they have. Uh, maybe you have school events that you were attending as the teacher or as a parent. Uh, maybe staff parties, company parties uh, for spouses, all of those things. How do we stay in the moment and not make that feel like it's just one more thing we have to do? Being able to, again, block my time in a way that I can then be in the moment and enjoy those things that I want to enjoy instead of making them feel overwhelming and one more thing to do. Because if an event like going to a party feels like one more thing, is that really something that we're choosing to do? Or is that something that is just nice to do? And maybe we opt out and that's okay too. We do not have to attend everything that we're invited to if for us, it is too much. I'm a person that loves this time of year because I love all the things. I love seeing family. I love seeing friends. I'm lucky that way. I have a lot of gratitude around that. And I'm really conscious of staying in the moment and enjoying the process, enjoying the event. I actually am to a point too where I've done this work enough to where I enjoy the preparation. Uh, I spent a lot of time this weekend doing some preparation for an event that we're having at our home. And just in that moment, even though I had a list of things and tasks that I wanted to accomplish, I felt so good in the moment doing it because I was like, wow, I am preparing so that on the day of the event, I can just enjoy it, that I can surround myself with all the family that's going to be here and really, really just enjoy it so much. So busyness, how busy, how do you think about busyness? Do you find yourself overwhelmed? If you do, be aware of that. Be aware of whether it's because you have a lack of focus in the moment and you're finding yourself spinning from one thing to another because you feel you have too much to do. Take that deep breath. List those must-dos. List those nice-to-dos. And take a few minutes to get time blocked on your calendar to get that done. That's going to help your mind see that you actually do have time. And don't let your mind tell you you don't have time to do that planning because that is not a truth either. There are plenty of places in your day where you could stop and do some planning. So maybe instead of scrolling Facebook tonight 
or scrolling Instagram tonight, take that time that you would normally do that and just jot down the things you want to accomplish in the next few days. If you even did that every night for the five minutes that you spend out of Facebook or out of social media or where, whatever social media platform you find yourself scrolling through, take that five minutes to plan something for the next day. See if it helps your brain. See if it, if it helps you feel better about the busyness of this season so that you can enjoy and live in the moment and enjoy this time of year. Thank you again for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I appreciate it. And again, the next few weeks, I'm going to try to make them short, sweet, and to the point uh, because this is a time of year where there are more things on our to-do list than normal. Feel free to check out my website, www.thejoyfuleducatorllc.com. Email me, katie, K-A-T-I-E, at thejoyfuleducatorllc.com. Come see me on Facebook and Instagram, The Joyful Educator LLC. Have an amazing and wonderful week. Be joyful.